Welcome, beautiful people, to Stories from the World We Spin In with storyteller me, Carletta Joy Walker. Off we go. The Gift of the Alien Queen by Bendu Nicholson. Chapter 1 Finding Out the Secret. Owie! Ow! Ow! Oh, that hurts! I said as I stood up, my wings were growing again. I know, I know, wings? That's crazy. That's unnatural. But yes, you have to believe me. Ever since I was eight, they started growing. I have estimated that they grow a millimeter a day. It feels like an army is trying to cross a wall, but they can't cross it. In my case, they do. And that really hurts. I fold my wings back so no one can see them. I haven't even told my family about the wings either. I hear my dad call me. Are you okay? He says. I say, yes. But I hear him come up the stairs anyway. I need to talk to you. He sits on my bed and he speaks to me. He says, it seems that every day you hurt yourself in some way. Dad, you know people get hurt. Well, okay, he says, and pats my back and starts to leave when he says, What is that on your back? Dad, that is just my backbone. I decided I should tell him, so I call him back to my room, and I say, I I have wings. Chapter 2, Confessions That is crazy. I think my daughter is crazy. Dad, I'm serious. Hmm, well, how big are they? They are large in length, but small in width. They are fragile and white. Well, I guess I have a confession to make, Gabriella. You know how I believe in aliens, unicorns, fairies, and wizards, and all that stuff. Dad, get to the point. Well, I'm a fairy. Dad, don't lie. I'm not lying. We live in a world full of mystical creatures. The creatures hide from humans. Why are you so big? The fairies did a spell so I could live with your mother. Gabriella, you need to go. Go into the forest near our house and find a berry bush. Just go. What about mom, I said. I will tell her. But why do I have to go? If someone sees your wings, people will start asking questions, and it will be all over the news. The creatures would be exposed. Already the government has destroyed the land that the creatures live on. That is all I can tell you. Just go before it is too too late. Here are the instructions to the berry bush. I love you. Have a great trip. Be safe. I hear my dad cry off in the distance. Chapter 3. Leaving. I pack up a few important belongings just in case something happens at home. Then I leave. I walk towards the forest. When I was young, I used to have small picnics with my best friend named Kate. The forest is so beautiful and colorful. The birds sing an enchanting melody. 
It takes me a long time to finally get to the bush, but I make it. The bush kind of looks like a bunch of overgrown vines with berries on it. I try to go through the vines, but I can't. I try and I try, but I can't go through the vines. So I think, oh, the best idea. How about if I just eat the berries? That is better than having to think of a way to get over those vines. The berries are delicious. I saved some berries for later. I look at my watch. Wow, it's almost seven. From out of nowhere, I hear voices. And then I hear people singing for some reason. I did not care where the music came from. It was just so peaceful. My eyes started to get heavier and heavier. I felt my eyes starting to close. I fell asleep, dreaming of home. Chapter 4, Party Girl When I wake up, I find myself laying down on something very soft. I look around the place that I'm at. It is very unfamiliar. There is a big tree. Then I see something unnatural. I wipe my eyes to get a better look at what was looking right at me. Next to me was a family of fairies looking up at me. I knew I should not have eaten those berries. The smallest fairy spoke to me and said, Do you want to go to the party with us? I thought I should be friendly, so I asked, What is the party for? The father spoke and said, It's for you, Princess Gabriella Rose. For me? For me? What? I don't get it. I think I'm in a dream, so I will go along with the show. I thought, sure, I would like to go to the party for me, I guess. So I'm going to be a princess? Well, let's go. At the party, I meet kings, queens, princes, princesses. I have a very good time. The food is wonderful. This is the life I have always wanted. I explained my story and why I'm here. The people are surprised. The only thing is, I have to get rid of these... <gasps> a big gush of wind makes me not finish my words. All of a sudden, I hear a big thud. Chapter 5. Hostage. Smoke is everywhere. All of a sudden, I felt something or someone with three fingers drag me over to some kind of spaceship. I trip over a rock. I get hurt. In the distance, I hear a girl crying and small voices shouting. There was a bright light blazing on the spaceship. The thing that was dragging me looked like, looked at me. Ah, funu, sensuous, ritigi, mine. Then the alien-type creature placed his or her hand on my forehead. In the middle of the hand was a symbol, and there was a light coming from it. I think the alien was a man because of the grip. Ah! I screamed. The hand was burning like fire, and then I fainted. Chapter 6. Explanation. When I woke up, I was in a room. The room was like a hologram. The room made me dizzy. The floor was moss and the ceiling was covered with purple flowers. The walls were blazing with light. I started to 
cry because everything was horrible. I missed my parents. I wanted to go home. I missed my bed. I was standing up, so I sat down and looked around again, wiping my tears, and then I saw the alien. I got a better look at him this time. He had an oval face with brown dots on it. His skin color was a grayish, bluish. He had no mouth, so I wondered how he talked. But what I know is he looked ugly to me. Then he started talking. He did not speak fluent English. He said, you earth people have different technology than we aliens. You have TVs, computers, music. You are creating cool things. We don't have them. Our kings want our planet to be more powerful than yours. So we will go to earth and threaten to kill you if you don't stop using technology. In the old days, we used to be more powerful than you. Bye, Missy, he said. Please don't go. I don't want to die early. I didn't understand what was happening. I want to be free, I screamed. I cried myself to sleep. Early the next morning, I woke up to the sight of another alien. I thought, what a great way to wake up. I think the alien was a woman because she looked different than the others. What she said to me was, I am Queen Zuni, and I am here to save your life. You will need to come with me on a spaceship back to fairy utopia. I was thinking this must be a trick. But then I thought, maybe this is my only chance to survive. We walked through a hallway, and then we came to a room filled up with spaceships. We went to the smallest ship with two passenger seats, then we left. I thought, this is a miracle. Chapter 8, The Gift We flew through space. By now, it was nighttime. The moon was shining so brightly. I saw some of the planets, like Jupiter and Mars. They looked better up close. I thought I should speak to be polite. So I asked the queen why the king is so mean. She spoke and said, the king is a greedy, greedy man. I don't know why I married him, but I do know that you are lucky to be alive. Child, you want to know something? You are a very brave young lady. I am going to give you a gift, not some children's toy, but something even better. The queen raised her hand over Gabriella's head and said, I give you the gift of faith, sanity, love, hope, and compassion. Well, thank you, Queen Zuni. Thank you very, very much. The gift of the alien queen, faith, sanity, love, compassion, hope.